Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you live in T-Mobile Arena. And Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Coming up in this hour, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. And Shane Knighty, Golden Knights uh, television broadcaster. He's an analyst, played in the NHL, won a Stanley Cup with Boston in 2011, and he also does some work with TNT. You can tell, uh, I can tell you that uh, guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it open 24-7, 365. And we welcome back to the show for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hello, John. How are you doing? Do we have John there? There we go. Now it sounds like we got you doing good. I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a beautiful Friday. It's a beautiful Friday. It was not a great night for the Edmonton Oilers in game one. What was your assessment? Well, I thought that uh, the game was played uh, the way the script was written by Bruce Cassidy. They played Vegas Golden Knights hockey. They forechecked great. They had lots of depth forwards doing their job. Their defense kind of controlled everything. And other than Leon Dreisaitl, the Edmonton Oilers uh, were not the Oilers that we saw in particularly games four, five, and six against the Los Angeles Kings. Yeah, uh, no question about it. Uh, certainly, poor performance uh, throughout the lineup from a multitude of players. What do you, you know, when you see that many guys have? I mean, you, first of all, you do have to tip your hat. The Gold Knights did come in first in the Western Conference in the regular season. They, got oh, a good team. I, they have a very good team. I, I think the other thing is, and 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 every time I watch Vegas play. And I watched them a lot this year. Um, I always remark how fast they are. Uh, and I, I, I do think that they're faster than most people realize. And that's, that's part of their, that's part of their, not their charm, but that's part of their, their, their best element. When you, when you put Stevenson, Howden, and Stone together, that is a very quick line and an aggressive line. And then when you get guys like Ivan Barbashev, who can forecheck like the wind to do what they do, then then you, you're you're creating a real obstacle for the Oiler defense. 
Uh, Vegas, look, this has been a model franchise since come. Vegas and Seattle have been absolute home runs expansion-wise, John, haven't they, for the league? No question. I, I don't think that... Uh I don't think that the commissioner could have drawn this up any better in in both cities. The success on the ice has been a key factor to that. Um, and and it's funny. I was I was talking to him yesterday about this very issue, and he said, "You know what? We came to the realization after the expansions in the late 1990s and 2000s that we had to give these new teams." Um, better players to because competitive balance was so important to the success of the franchise early on and we've seen that in both cities with attendance we've seen that with both teams on the ice uh, and had as it has made a stronger nhl bob yeah there's no question about it now the other thing that's worked to the advantage of those organizations is the salary cap and the limited amount of uh, roster size the teams could, i mean you take a look at florida and they ultimately decided, and I don't mean to offend anybody that's connected to the Pezik family, but or Alex Petrovich, they're both Edmonton area products, both right shot defensemen. They went the 4D, 4 forward routes and let Jonathan Marshall show end up uh, being available uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights to, uh, to, to, to pick up. And, and, you know, he's been a very effective player, and the game changed a bit for those two right side D, and neither guy really got to where they kind of hoped Florida was uh, hoping them to get to. But... The reality is uh, there were some good players that were left available just as cap casualties and cap crunch, and that happens every year. You look at Seattle and the Bjorkstrand deal with Columbus after they sure. signed Johnny Goodrow, right? Suddenly Columbus needed to offload some money. Bjorkstrand's a good player, had 20-plus goals, and in Seattle vastly improved their top nine with the additions of Burakovsky, who couldn't resign in Colorado because of cap, and also, uh, you know, obviously Bjorkstrand as well, John. And I think you have to put Justin Schultz in that uh, list too, uh, who signed yeah. as a free agent from from Pittsburgh. So both teams, and and tip of the cap to to George McPhee, who was the first general manager, now Kelly McCrimmon, and to Ron Francis, who understood the rules better than anyone, and uh, and and used their position within the marketplace at a time when there were teams that uh, were were thinking that an overvalued certain player that they you know I, I I look if you recall look look what Chuck Fletcher did uh, at the expansion yes. draft for Vegas uh, and didn't want certain guys taken so he basically gave them Alex, Alex. Tuck yeah crazy and and look what Alex Tuck became not only for uh, not only for the the Golden Knights but look at the value Alex Tuck gave them in order to try to get Jack Eichel so the, the the and and in the end it cost Chuck Fletcher his job there same thing for Dale Talon it cost him his job in Florida in many ways because not only was it Marshall show but Riley Smith was part of that too yeah so I mean the, it, it was I mean holy smokes using the cap to your advantage and basically then saying oh, we're gonna take this guy if he's not protected well can you take this guy sure we'll take that guy but you have to give us something in return that's exactly what happened. Well, look at the deal that Jimmy Rutherford did way back when for Marc-Andre Fleury, right? 
we'll give you flurry just don't take anybody else and it solved a problem for the penguins uh as they tried to stay uh, competitive and trying to win another stanley cup well and of course matt murray had backstopped him at that point to back-to-back stanley cups he's been the goalie of record even though murray mm-hmm. and flurry split the one year john did you see we're gonna have shane 90 coming up a little bit later on does uh, some work with tnt but also on the golden knights tv broadcast did you see this new deal that vegas has got going on this because we've talked a bit about the sinclair group and i'm i'm sorry for not and full disclosure for our listeners john and me talk but we don't talk before john comes on usually we talk during the week after john's appearances um <laughs> Then Bob Bob sets me straight. That's when Bob sets me straight. Oh, so. don't kid yourself. I guess it's usually the other way around. Uh, <laughs> what do you What do you hear in uh, in terms of this new scripts getting Golden Knights broadcast? Well, um, you know, Vegas was one of the two cities that uh, that the the parent company of their regional sports network threw the car keys on the table and said we're out. And so the the Golden Knights were put in a very precarious position of trying to find a way to get 65 to 70 games on television. And what they found in the end was they found a a willing partner uh, for their region that can put games over the air on on a TV channel that you don't need cable television for. Uh, And so it's going to be on an independent station in Vegas. It's also going to be distributed throughout their extended market. It's going to be all the way to Montana, Wyoming, Utah. Uh, and and the money that's uh, in, been put in position uh, is not as good as it was for the AT&T Sports Network, but it's pretty darn close, Bob. And it doesn't uh, contemplate uh, the new world of the over-the-top uh, app like Oilers Plus is, for instance, uh, that could probably uh, help Golden Knights put more games on a on a streaming service. So it, it it in many ways, and again, talked to the commissioner about this yesterday too, and he talked about uh, Back to the Future being over the air. Remember the days of the Oilers being on ITV, which is now global. And you know, I think there's going to be a lot of teams in the NHL as they see their revenues from cable TV diminish, Pittsburgh comes to mind, Columbus comes to mind, that uh, we're going to see back to the future and over-the-air television come in to to grow the market. We've seen this in the NBA last week too, Bob. Phoenix did a similar deal with the Suns. And what they did by going back over the air, they actually grew their market by 2 million viewers, potential viewers, which is absolutely phenomenal in this day and age. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. John, I'm not one of these people for a second who believes the commissioner wants to see American teams win the Stanley Cup. You know that. I also don't think that uh, officials care which one of two teams play. What I will say is I believe veteran teams favor or or, uh, veteran teams get veteran calls. And I say that as a guy who watched the Oilers in the early 80s go up against the Islanders and maybe not get a lot of calls. And by the time they played Boston in 88 and 90, they started to get more calls. Um, You had Gary Bettman on. Did you discuss the officiating in the playoffs at all? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And uh, he he quite frankly admitted that, you know, there have been mistakes and they're human. But overall, when you look at the consistency of the officiating, he said he was pleased with it. But he did admit that, uh, you know, 
referees make mistakes. Uh, and and to your point, he we literally asked him. I said, you can't be happy that Boston or the Rangers are out. Um, but he says, well, I'm the commissioner of 32 teams, not two. So from that perspective, he, he became a very political animal, and, and his answer was the correct one when it came to making sure that he has to protect the integrity of the game rather than making sure that big markets are in the Stanley Cup final. So it's, it's one of those things. By the way, from a revenue perspective, I was doing the math this morning, Bob. The Boston Bruins, not to get to the Stanley Cup final, when you think about revenues at that building, TD Bank, TD Garden, would probably be between six and seven million dollars per game. They left nine games, nine games in theory at least, on the table uh, for rounds two, three, and four. So nine times seven is sixty-three million dollars that the Jacobs family probably looked at and said. Are you serious? We had 135 points, and we don't have that 60 to 63 million dollars of revenue available to us. That's why coaches get fired. I'm not suggesting Jim Montgomery's getting fired, but I can see something happening in New York in a similar scenario with the Rangers and a few other teams that are under pressure to win constantly. All right, we just had Elliot on the show. We just talked about Gerard Gallant. So who goes into New York if Gallant is out? Well, first of all, he's not out yet, uh, but they, they have to, uh, Gallant's in a position with his contract, I don't know if Elliot said this, but that they have a window in June to add a fourth year to Gallant's contract, because uh, he's basically on a three-year deal with a team option. So I think we'll know before the draft whether Gallant is there or not. Um, but you you know what it, it to me I I I don't know I mean is does does this make sense for a Mike Sullivan to go to New York in the end because I mean Mike Sullivan doesn't have a a boss or two right now he's helping out with the scouting staff trying to create a draft list um, but he's he's a coach in in Pittsburgh without a manager. So that's an interesting one, and I don't know of I don't know of anybody else right now. And and, and just uh, you know, the name Joel Quinville is going to come up a lot of places. And again, I'm not sure if Elliot mentioned Joel's name, but Joel has not been g given permission to talk to teams. Yep. Joel. Joel. Can... I, you know, I don't. I don't think Mike wants. Uh, I I don't know if Mike wants to coach again. Okay. You know, Mike's living in Palm Springs, not far from where you are. Um, and Mike's still on his LEAF contract this year. Um, Mike doesn't need the money. And I think at a certain point after three or four years, you get that competitive edge out of your system. So um, I, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that Mike would want to coach anymore. Now, I could be I could be way off base. I have not asked him about that, but I keep getting hints that Mike is really enjoying life right now between, you know, water skiing and golf and and life in general without the pressures of talking to guys like you and me. Oh, it's not that bad, John. Seriously, it's it's really not that bad. Well, uh, how much pressure is on the Maple Like, I mean, I, I saw a couple of things on uh, YouTube this morning. Uh, from a couple fellows out of Toronto, one of them's all oh, they're done. They're down two nothing. I'm like, everybody needs to relax here. Lots of teams come back from two nothing down. Toronto's a pretty good road team. Bobrovsky's played great. Uh, I mean, the Leafs won three games against Tampa, which they didn't play great on the road. And they won all three games. They're not done, are they, John? 
No, they're not. I mean, just ask the New Jersey Devils, who won four of five from the Rangers. Uh, you know that I, I don't. I don't think they're done at all. Uh, you know, but it, it, the biggest concern, if I'm a, if I'm the Maple Leafs, the biggest concern right now is, uh, and I talked to a friend of mine about it uh, last night, is that goalie Bob is in the zone. You can see that he is absolutely flying high. And his his reads are great. His movement is simple. When Bobrovsky's like this, it's almost as good as Vasilevsky in his prime. And that might be the scariest thing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right. Uh, John, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk on Monday. Say hello to Shane for me. I will. That is NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. We're going to take a quick timeout. It's 121 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Let's go to Protect the Net. It's brought to you by Solve Cyber Security. Stay ahead of cyber threats with your team that you can trust. Visit Solve. That's S-O-1-V-E dot I-O. You heard Hugh Porter for years in his Digitex ad, and he is now part of Solve Cyber Security. We, uh, well, obviously, Laurent Brassois is going to be starting for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's 5-1 of the playoffs at 2.67 goals against average 905 save percentage. Elliot Friedman mentioned, do we see uh, Jack Campbell at some point here? The Oilers goaltenders have actually just hit the ice here at T-Mobile Arena. Um, I, I, I expect Skinner to start. Uh, I'm not the coach, but I think we're going to see Stu Skinner back in there against the Vegas Golden Knights coming on Saturday night. Obviously had a pretty good season overall, did Skinner. Going 29-14-5 with 2.73 goals against average. 9-14 save percentage hasn't been quite at that level in uh, the playoffs. All right. Winners take on Vegas tomorrow. Game two, second-round series. That's a 5 p.m. Edmonton time puck drop. Uh, tickets to games three and four at Rogers Place on Monday and Wednesday are sold out. However, fan-to-fan resale tickets uh, are available. At EdmontonOilers.com, a limited number of tickets may be released closer to the game, so fans are encouraged to sign up for last-minute ticket alerts at EdmontonOilers.com. Saturday's four tailgate party in Fan Park and Scotiabank Plaza in Ice District will be open at 3. The watch parties in Ice District are 18-plus. They will feature food, trucks, um, DJ entertainment, and game with the sound on and the giant outdoor screens. Both watch parties are expected to reach capacity prior to puck drop, so fans are encouraged to arrive early to secure a spot. With Grammy award-winning icon Shania Twain and her Queen of Me tour taking over Rogers Place tonight and tomorrow, there will be no watch party Saturday at uh, Rogers Place for game number two. Um, concert goers can visit rogersplace.com backslash Shania Twain event guide for more information on parking, transit, and updated paths of travel. And one more uh, note for you. The city of Edmonton will be hosting a family-friendly viewing party at Sir Winston Churchill Square presented by Rogers Sportsnet Saturday. Admission is free. Everyone's welcome. The watch party will be open at 4 p.m. It'll feature games, food trucks, and entertainment, and the game with sound on a large outdoor screen in the square. The Churchill Square event is not licensed for liquor sales and alcohol consumption. Uh, so uh, alcohol consumption is not permitted. And we should also mention the current Oilers playoffs 50-50 draw is presented by Play Alberta. It's now live. It runs until after 
game four of round two in support of hockey for all kids in oil country, making hockey more accessible to kids in Alberta. Tickets can be purchased at edmontsonorders.com slash 50-50. The main jackpot is already over $1 million, and the Oilers playoff bonus raffle continues to grow. It's now over $2.1 million. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update. Shane Knighty, when we return on Oilers Now.